Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as always, I'm going to kick it over to uh, John and Randall and I for the uh, chit-chat in just a few minutes here. Uh, But as always, I'm going to talk about a few of the games that I've been playing as of late, although I haven't been doing a ton of gaming. I'm just, uh, this is actually the first uh, intro for the Save It for the Cast episodes that I've recorded now that I'm back in Michigan, although we've been like kind of prepping for that over the last month, or at least I have, and we've been pre-recording episodes and everything, so... Uh, this is a discussion, yeah, from uh, one of the episodes that the three of us got together, and uh, John joins in a little bit later in the conversation. Randall and I kind of reminisce about our Best Buy, and even just, I guess, maybe not reminisce per se, but <laughs> talk about our uh, corporate retail days and whatnot. And then, uh, yeah, John joins in later, and we just kind of talk about all sorts of stuff, cooking recipes uh, and video games, of course. But yeah, I have been able to do... Uh, one stream since I've been back home, like just kind of mostly a test stream to get things all set up. But I had to kick things off with the latest game. And I think I even talked about this on a previous save it for the cast episode. But uh, the folks over at Punk Cake Delicio just put out the like souped up version of Pigments, which was originally made by uh, one of the developers over there, Benjamin Soule on uh, Pico 8 for the uh, Disc Room Game Jam. And it's obviously very much inspired by Disc Room, but you play as all these different fruits. And I I was just like, okay, if I'm going to do a first stream to test things out back in Michigan, you know, I got to check out the new uh, Punk Cake game. And oh my gosh, it does not disappoint. Like I said, I think I talked about it on the podcast before and just like in anticipation of its release because it just got announced, but it does not disappoint. I think they added a bunch more fruits and it's essentially like a uh, like Super hot meets Splatoon meets uh, Snake meets, uh, I don't know, I guess that's a good (laughs) trio of games. I think I even saw somebody on Twitter say something along those lines. But yeah, you're just trying to like cover as much of, you're almost like time basically moves in slow motion or almost stopped super hot style. And then you just move up, down, left or right and you hop around all the different tiles. It's like a grid based puzzle game, but very arcadey in that sense. And you're just trying to cover as much of the ground as possible Um, Just like you did in the Pico 8 version, but now you got slamming tunes from Pentadrangle. Um, You've got just some awesome new additions, new enemies. It's not all just like gears. There's like some frogs on some of the later stages. I think there's like 12 different fruits and each fruit is like its own stage with its own set of challenges. Like it almost has... Like it's not a roguelike, but it almost has that sort of flavor or that roguelite flavor where you're like playing, okay, I unlocked a new mode or a new palette or whatever. Um, but all the stages feel just like very distinct, very like some of the like the watermelon you can take up to two or maybe even three hits. I think the coconut maybe is three hits. So they all have like different HP, different amounts of like pigment that they can carry at any given time. You got to kind of juggle like picking up the different like droplets of pigment. Um, and then, you know, you, you got to keep that meter full, almost like a Mega Man, like power meter on the side that you have to make sure you're not running out of ink. Uh, but it's just such an amazing game. And yeah, Punk Cake just they just don't know how to miss. And uh, yeah, from there, I uh, briefly played our buddy uh, Fletch, who uh, has made a few really cool games also on the Pico 8, actually Speed Cat. And uh, I ended up playing a game that they're currently working on. They have a build up on their itch.io page called Earthquack. And it's just kind of like it's essentially right now. It's just like a vertical platformer, like get as high as you can. Very arcadey, like get as high of a score as you can. But I know it's very much a work in progress, like there was no sound at the moment, but it's just a really charming, super fun arcade game. It was a lot of fun during the stream. Just a few people were hanging out and Fletch was in the stream, although somebody else was like, hey, why don't you check out Fletch's new game? And I'm like, why why do I never think of this stuff when I'm the one that's uh, up and running? But hey, that's what uh, (laughs) that's what y'all are there for. Uh, But yeah, after that, I uh, played a couple other games and I ended up finishing up the stream with this game called Garlic, which I wanted to give a shout out to as well. It's a game that I've been wanting to play 
for quite a while. It's just a really, really frantic and gorgeous uh, pixel art, almost like a one bit or like a four bit, but eight bit. I don't know. It's got a bunch of different palettes. Like every time you go through a new like level, like each stage has almost like 10 distinct like zones in it. Um, or like, I don't know, at the bottom left corner of the screen, they'll say like one dash one, one dash two, as you like clear through the zone or whatever. And then on the 10th zone, there'll be a boss. And I've just cleared the first two zones, which took, I don't know, close to like an hour or so. I was pretty impressed at like how chunky and beefy the levels are. And there's just like a lot of cool gimmicks going on on top of the, uh, cool, like the, you know, the pixel art's just amazing. And essentially it's just a, a precision platformer with a dash that you can dash, sort of octo-directional, but you can also like slam into the wall and do almost like a spin dash off of that. It's sort of hard to explain, but your your dash is essentially your attack, but it's really just a hop and bop platformer with some Celeste inspiration, but it's definitely not like as precision platforming. It's more like a, you know, Mega Man style game, but I really love like the opening sequence to each stage feels very like Sonic or even just Sega in general, the way they have those like opening, like, you know, Emerald Hill zone or Green Hill zone, whatever. Uh, I think, I don't think it's Emerald Hill, but whatever. Uh, but I just really like that Sega flair with like the kind of, oh my grapple dog did it as well. I just really love those like, uh, level openings where it's just like zone one. It's just, it's just such a stylistic game. It's really, really stunning. And I was a little bit worried, like it does come off like a little bit, almost like edgelordy at times like it's like very much like oh you're you know you're just trying to like woo this like female character I don't really know what's going on it's pretty bonkers and there's all sorts of like different levels like at one stage you're like in this like almost like pseudo 3d pixel art like walking towards the screen and like a totally different pixel art style like very anime inspired at times and you're just trying to like not step on dog <laughs> dog crap and cigarettes but then trying to kick the cans to like look cool and raise your love meter like I, I half the time I don't really know what's going on but those almost feel like they're just like interstitial like jokey elements of the game and then you get back to the precision platforming but it even has like a little bit of like a wario land flair and flavor like when you get like uh hit by something that's like burning or something like that your like whole head turns into like this giant flaming garlic and you're kind of sprinting and running around it doesn't necessarily work uh like it does in wario land where you end up getting those like pickups or like you almost like take damage as like a power up in some of those games uh to solve some of the puzzles and it doesn't necessarily work like that but you can like kind of save yourself like oh i took damage but i if i can like kind of run back and forth and make sure i don't run off the ledge off this uh bottomless pit or into this lava or whatever i can kind of make sure that uh or I can kind of like, yeah, keep myself alive for a little bit longer. But yeah, just a really cool game that I've been having a blast with. And I'm really looking forward to uh, getting some streams uh, up and running uh, back in Michigan once I'm a little more all set up. I still feel like I'm kind of like slowly unpacking. But I feel like after this weekend, I feel like I'm pretty much good to go. Um, uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to keep things uh, short and sweet-ish on the intro here and kick it over to uh, John Randall and I. Although again, uh, John joins the conversation about halfway through here. But yeah, as always, uh, we will catch you next week for another episode. And until then, take care and we'll catch you next week. Time, yep. no, don't you dare, you know, work 15 extra minutes. I think no. they didn't they have all those like things where like uh you couldn't clock in like more than five minutes early. Like that oh, was, yeah. it was like you know pre-programmed into where like okay, it's just like gonna block you from clocking in. But we're gonna mean mug you if you're five minutes late. So you know, it's like yeah. you just 
but you need to come in early, but you can't clock in more than five minutes early. Yeah, you got to be dressed and ready to work. Yeah, so you that's your time that you get to spend for free, but yeah. Know. Yeah, not to mention driving to work, all this oh crap. Oh, my God. How many days was I just frantically getting there at the last yeah. minute? Oh, yeah. man. It wasn't the worst job, especially because no. I obviously met, met some no. cool peeps there, worked with some cool peeps, and oh, it was pretty yeah. fun and low-key, and especially, yeah, working through college or whatever, just oh, out yeah. of high school. It's like, yeah, pretty good job. One of the better case scenarios for a retail job, to be honest. Like yeah, the, especially the flaws if with it stuff. were that it was a re, a corporate retail job, not exactly Best Buy in particular. Like yeah. Target was a way way worse place to work at morale wise and otherwise. To be honest, oh yeah, you. yeah, horrible. Yeah. Like you, yeah, you could easily just kind of like you know when they're when they're doing the store chants at Best Buy, you could easily just be like, I'm on the outside of the circle, you know, outside looking in. I don't really need to participate in this. I can half-ass it. And I'm not going to be one of these these retail managers, you know. Uh, it, yeah. No, that's not that's not my fate. So I don't no have to chance. worry about that the same way, you know. Yeah, I always that always made me cringe to yeah. the max. Just like, oh my god, there's customers right outside the door. They can see this. Don't you guys think uh, this is weird? <laughs> it is weird. Yeah, it is oh, weird. God. Those were the days. Oh man, that really did kind of kick my uh, gaming habit back into gear, though, because it was like, oh, back, yeah. especially when I would work those shifts uh, with just uh, Jacob when he was like training me and he was the supervisor. It was like, man, I have nothing else to talk about with Jacob other than video games. Right. So like, OK, we could talk about this. And then it kind of got me like back hooked into like, oh, OK, what do they have? What do we have here that I could play on my GameCube at home or my PS2 or whatever? Like I still had some of the systems, you know, me or my brother. So. Right. Yeah, I was. I mean, it kicked into a different gear for me, too. When, uh, <laughs> at yeah. Best yeah. Buy. Especially especially. Yeah. Once we started like hanging out and playing mm-hmm. strikers and you know, bust a move and whatever the heck and mm-hmm. Pokemon puzzle you can do in the hangs over at Milton's after work and whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, this is, this is pretty fun. This Gaming is an interesting is time sweet. for video games too, for what that yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah, to be working there when the Wii came out and when the PS3 came yeah. out within like a week, I think it was like two days or something, but like yep. within a week for sure of each other. Yep. Um, that was, yeah, that was pretty cool, especially cause they were both like kind of going a different direction with it. And yep. Yeah. To just be like part of that, like, yeah, the Wii's are never in stock. Vita ever. launch DS in its prime end of the GBA really interesting. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. We yeah. still had GBA games on the shelf when I started there. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. old Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Man, the Game Boy Advance games look so beautiful on that analog pocket, too. I just I really want to get it on again. Like, oh, man, this is sick. And now Especially, they finally jailbroke it. Nice. Nice. And I keep forgetting that you can dock it to the TV. Yeah. Too, I keep thinking like, oh, it bums me out that like, you know, especially for the advance, like it kind of shrinks the screen or, you know, it's it's a limited screen real estate. Right. For sure. With any handheld system, right. obviously. The so aspect like the fact ratio. knowing that you can get that uh adapter and hook it up and like okay i can play this with a controller and play all the game boy game boy advance game boy color yep uh and beyond right you can do like game gear or at least if you get the adapters and stuff yep you sure can't yes you can Oh man that's so that's so tempting i gotta order one of those and the 8-bit dough controllers are all compatible with the dock and everything so that's always beautiful yeah that makes it pretty easy that way right yeah, whenever it's like plug and play for the most part, mm-hmm. like that's a nice thing with Bluetooth and, for, you know, for the most part, things seem to just kind of work these days other than my freaking Xbox. 
Yeah. Uh, but other so than that, although I haven't tried it in a while, I'm sure maybe if I, you know, maybe if there's a new update or something, because somebody told me that they fixed it in the previous update and it worked for a minute and then it stopped working again. So, uh, but like I said, I think last time we talked, I got to, I got to get that upgrade. I'm going to have to upgrade to the, the series X or S or whatever. It's Which a one's lifestyle the better one? upgrade. Which one's the better one again? The, the S X. or the X? The, the X. X is the better okay. one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but, I don't know when no, it's going to happen, but the X is 200 more dollars, I think, than the S is. So, you know, for whatever that's worth, you know, but yeah, I, but I it's think like it's if you're going to get it. Yeah, especially because yeah. I especially because with the one I went the cheaper route and I think I just it was like 150 bucks and I got the one that was the discless. Right. And just have pretty much done Game Pass and probably will realistically do the same. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I guess yeah. it's kind of I guess it's kind of a matter of like, would I rather have that or would I rather just get a better PC that I could play stuff on? Because you can still do the Game Pass stuff on there. But there's quite a bit more stuff that comes to console, it seems, yeah. on Game Pass that doesn't come to PC. Yeah. And, you know, you get that you get the multimedia center that way, too. Right. With all the, yeah. all the video apps and everything and Spotify does, and whatever else. Does it have a Blu-ray player? I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Because that's Blu-ray. big, too. Yep, that's big too. Because like yep. I, I mean, obviously I have my PS4, but I just haven't really used that. Thing. I haven't turned that thing on in ages. Yeah. So. Yep. I mean, I sold mine, so you know where I'm at. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I didn't gone. know you got rid of it. Yeah. I have a PS3. I do not have a PS4. My PS3 doesn't work anymore. Ugh. It just like overheats. At least last time I tried it, I took it apart and cleaned it out a long time ago. And yeah, it worked for like a few extra minutes. Like I was like, oh, I think I fixed it. And then like immediately just powers down and then it turns right back on. So like my my instinct is that it's overheating or there's just some kind of, you know, hardware thing or software, or whatever bug where it's like resets or something like you. I'm sitting on my hands until I can get a PS5 uh, and a PSVR 2 type yeah. of action that's that's when i'm gonna really seriously jump in on on that environment over on that other side i'd i'd be a little more tempted even to get something like the oculus if it wasn't tied to facebook or whatever or meta or whatever the heck they are now yeah yeah i mean not that i mean i have amazon prime i always like talk shit about how i'm oh i'm gonna cancel that one of these days um Mm -hmm. but you know it's not the end of the world but i don't know i just don't feel let me get let me get a meta quest but Every time that uh, Dylan in the Discord talks about it, they're always like, oh, it's great to just, like, be able to, like, it's a standalone unit, you know? So, like, if yeah. the game is made for it or, you know, is available on it, it just works. You don't have to plug it into anything. For sure. Up to anything. Have That's anything the else advantage. Running. Yep. It's kind of, It's like a know, console, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's like the Switch, you know, same thing that I'm yeah. always like, oh, I'd rather have it on the Switch, even if it's not the best version of the right. game in a lot of cases, but... Um, especially when it comes to like physical copies or yeah, the Oculus like anyway. really took off this year, like sales wise, that seemed like that really that's, caught on. That's kind of surprising. Cause uh, yeah. it doesn't seem like the like metaverse really has caught on, but maybe I'm no. just not paying attention, but it seems like I think like it's just a price point thing of it, to be honest. Like, yeah, yeah. it just had just enough things that people would be interested in playing. Like, yeah, I mean, I'd play like resident evil 4 and vr and you know some of those other things that have come out in vr certainly like yeah even like beat saber or even like those more like mobile style get like yeah yeah sure they have something fruit ninja-esque if they don't actually have a fruit ninja type thing where you're just you know basically beat saber without the music but yeah there's all types of those like mini games or even those like kind of more narrative 
or like experiential games, you know, yeah. maybe not so much a narrative, but just like it's about like like when we went to that VR lounge way back when we talked about that on the podcast, like one of them was just like walk out on a plank on the edge of a building and like look down, and, right. you know, get the fear of heights. Right. Um, or like, you know, the Spider-Man thing, like it was more of like a tech demo than anything, but it still was kind of cool to like oh, just yeah. fling around and kind of feel even a smidge like Spider-Man digitally. No, I, I want, uh, I ultimately, I want PSVR cause I want like, uh, like res, I think they did that in VR, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, what else was there? There's some like super hot VR, of course. And there's some like arcadey shooter type of things that are in VR, which would probably be fun. Like there's, there's enough things there to justify it when it eventually happens, you know, and I'm hoping that the, the PSVR two would be like, Cause I know the original PSVR still had like a decent amount of like cables that needed to be plugged in. And like, uh, yeah, yeah. it was just a little bit like clunky still cause it's first generation and all that stuff. Right. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It's a tempting proposition. That fucking PS five is huge. Oh my though. God. It's Good massive. Lord. Yeah. Good Lord. Like, I mean the, the series X is a chonker too, but it's like, it's rectangular. So like, you, know, you can it like tuck seem... it into a cubby a little better or yes. something. It's still shorter than the PS5 is, right? So it's like it fits in spaces a little bit better and you can stand it up or lay down like you uh, I mean you can with the PS5 too, but Yeah, but it feels like it's more like a little like mini like subwoofer yeah. almost kind yes. of as opposed to uh Exactly. Yeah, like a, a full blown desktop tower. And I mean <laughs> you compared know. to like even with the subwoofer that I had with my sound bar, it's it's all quite a bit smaller than that subwoofer was, I would say. So like it's smaller than people might think still yeah, I was for just as much power is in there. Yeah. I was just looking at my subwoofer, like I'm you know, with packing and stuff. I was like going through my closet and I was like, Holy shit, this subwoofer is huge. <laughs> like, God, no wonder I haven't had this thing hooked up. I got a 5.1 system and yeah, the other subwoofer is like a, a cube. It's like massive. Yeah, it's that's a how this big one boy. is too. And it's heavy as hell yeah, too. Yeah. But I haven't used it since I've been in an apartment for so long. It's just like, okay, right. I'm not going to mess with this. My speakers are plenty loud. I know. So. And then you just get paranoid. Like, uh, it's too much bass. It's too much bass. Like, yeah, like just rumbling the whole place. Yeah. It's like, don't even connect the subwoofer. It's too much. It's too much bass to apply to people's ceilings and floors. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I know. I'm always so conscious about that. Like when I did the movie nights at my place, I'd always yeah. be like riding the volume the whole time, like up, down, up, down. Like, I know. Oh, is the music about to kick in? Oh, something's about to happen. <laughs> like, it's like, I can't wait to just like have, hopefully someday have like a place that's just like, don't share any walls with anybody. Yeah. Don't share any, you know. I the can peace share. of mind on that for like surround sound atmosphere is very, very nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like I'm probably overly conscientious about that stuff, but too. like I still like I think it's I don't know. I think I think it's, even though they they may not know that you're doing it, I'm sure they appreciate not having a yeah. an upstairs or down or side neighbor that just is blasting. Yep. Yeah, and you never want to have like you never want to like be that neighbor that like people have to knock on your door and be hey, are you playing guitar again or whatever or right. you know, hey, yep. do you mind turning it down? Like yeah, at least I don't want to be that neighbor, you know. Mhm. So Ooh, we lost the video feed. Oh, okay. there we go. Yeah. He's back. There I am. I, I froze back. for a minute. I also realized that uh, it was International uh, Food Day at work 
where we all brought in uh, f- dishes from our heritage. So nice. It yeah. may be the fact that my meals were this today was just like pierogies and egg rolls Boy. and like <laughs> mole and like yeah just, just let's mix everything together and then alcohol on top of that yeah right. food that was not meant to come into contact with each other <laughs> that's a good point yeah i forgot about those in like school to like elementary school when they do the stuff like that it was those are good, good foods, though but like oh my yeah. god yeah them are good foods did you bring something in yeah, I brought a. I made cherry chocolate brownies and called nice. it Schwarzwalde Kirschtorte. I was like, eh. uh, I was hoping you brought in those little uh, sausages that you've made a few <laughs> times and brought over to the cocktail weenies Ooh, or whatever. That is, those are so good, man. Those are good. It's the last just, time uh, that you've what, made those a few times, and when you told me the recipe, I was like, what? It is no way. It's the it's the most like seventies like cookbook recipe that is nice unbelievable like i'm here for it i'm trying to like it's mostly just grape jelly what's the other and like chili paste yeah it's like chili powder okay yeah it's it's like uh, literally just like a bottle of this and a can of this and that's it (laughs) it's like the cocktail sauce like the chili sauce that you would put like i think uh like whatchamacallit it's uh or maybe just called cocktail sauce i think it's yeah and then you like either put like meatballs or like the cocktail weenies in it and put it in a slow cooker and yeah done the crock pot baby crock pot never fails yep it's such a it's such a good like appetizer and especially if you're drinking because it just soaks up yeah everything who doesn't like a little good tapas while you're you know drinking that's a good time yeah yeah. yeah, when it comes to crock pot too, my mom uh, gave me a recipe. Speaking of like that style recipe, it's like it's like however many cans you want. It's like seven can chili recipe or whatever. But like you basically get like a can of re- uh, I think my mom does refried beans, but I do like mm. a can of kidney beans, a can of black beans, a can of uh, like three different types of beans, a can of tomatoes, a can of corn, a can, of, and then I usually mm. put the uh, soy riso from Trader Joe's in there, yeah, um, and simmer that up, and it's good, good stuff. And yeah, you just like throw it in the crock pot, just let it cook like all freaking day, and yeah, baby, done with it. Yeah, baby. I used yeah. to also do that for like uh, pulled pork, where like yep. it was mostly just do uh, uh, if you put in like a can of Dr Pepper. And Ooh, then uh, like some like Worcestershire doc. sauce and like other stuff like interesting. So yeah, the, the acid sh- that eats your stomach pulls apart the pork and makes it softer. That's really good. Oh yeah, yeah. The sugar, yeah. yeah. And there's so much sugar in it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but that is, that's I thought you were just gonna say like put barbecue sauce on it and let it simmer or whatever. But that's interesting. <laughs> that's the coward's way out. <laughs> Dr. Pepper, I feel like people that is used in a handful of recipes. I mean, it's yeah, it's got it's got complexity for being a mainstream. So 21. Uh, what is it? Yeah. 21 flavors. Or yeah. Whatever? I think I've heard the main flavor is prune juice. I don't know if that's like what? an urban legend, but I've heard that's like the main distinct. It's either prune juice. Oh, it's probably not prune juice. It's probably just prune whatever flavoring. 
Mr. Pib a good approximation. Oh, yeah. I do like the Pib. He didn't get his doctorate, but he's still really good. <laughs> PhD Pib. Do- I love the every off-brand, like, Dr. Fizz. Yeah. Oh, they're so good, especially, like, the off-off-brand ones. Yeah. So good. Um, okay, so for this uh, second app here, mm-hmm. we've got Into the Breach, and we could even just kind of briefly talk about, like, games coming to Netflix, I guess. <laughs> Um, in that regard, um, I could also just briefly off of that, like spin off and talk about that tile tale game real quick. Yeah. I did see the other day, Randall, that you played, or at least you were, when I was on switch, I saw that you had booted up Mario Kart. Did you happen to play any of that new? Not DLC? yet. No. Okay. I was going to say yet. we could tie that DLC in. No, I, I noticed it was out. I just didn't get a chance to get to it. Nice. Nice. But still playing some Mario Kart though. Sneaking Once in a in. while. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's a gift that keeps on giving. I, nice. I think this is a good save it for the cast story uh, and not necessarily a story for the episode proper. Yeah. But uh, so I was on my family vacation with my sisters and their kids. And like when they would go down for naps, that's like I, I brought my switch because uh, my uh brother-in-law brought his switch and like the kids nice. like playing like quote unquote playing mario party yeah. um which Holding my controller which my youngest nephew calls mabo Poppy. nice which nice. is the cutest nice. like oh it's, that's adorable yes. yes he also loves uh bowser like he always oh, has yeah. to play hey, as bowser knew? so i was very tickled when you're talking about the know. kids love bowser we yeah might, bowser we, might have, we might have to watch out for this generation <laughs> <laughs> but uh when the they would go down for their naps that's when i like tried to play it i play a few games or whatever because we were all just like hanging out and like relaxing for an hour or two while the kids were not running around screaming mm-hmm. um but they uh some of the older ones woke up and like came while i was uh, playing into the breach and i just they're like uncle john what are you playing and i was like uh bugs versus robots <laughs> nice <laughs> and like they i kept like dying and like or doing sure. really badly yep and like I was being cognizant not to like swear in front of them. <laughs> so like uh, my the oldest uh she was saying is like, Uncle John, why do you keep saying oh no? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then like, Just, after, like I can't like, think of anything else. Yeah. And like <laughs> after a bit, she's like, Uncle John, you're dying a lot in this game. <laughs> and then my sister was like okay like think about how you would feel if somebody said that to you and then like immediately after that she says uncle john you're pretty good at this game <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah thanks for that yeah, yeah cool. sure what a sweet i really believe you nice was- <laughs> job real smooth you're the, bu- you're the bugs right <laughs> But like Lauren just lost it. <laughs> it's like Lauren's like, this is what I've been wanting to say all yeah. along. Oh, I just want to. I love seeing my husband owned by children. Gonna build up Uncle John's confidence here. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> um. Well, in that regard. Because I'm trying to throw Randall a bone here to get Don't some throw uh, me any bones. little cut. Co- no, not a, bu- not a bone, bones. but like 
So, but I actually, I, I'm I here little, as a sideshow. That's fine. I got a little, I got a little surprise show Randall. bone. Surprise I got a little bone. surprise bone here. <laughs> Cause I actually, I'll do this briefly, but after tile tale, I can kind of touch on Goragoa mm-hmm. uh, briefly. Cause it's kind of got a similar mechanics and I've touched on it briefly on previous episodes. So I, but I know John's played it too. So we it, maybe something will come in, out of it. And then, but we could just do into the breach, the Netflix stuff, tile tale, and then just pretty much go to Monster Hunter at the end, DLC, sure. and does that work? Mm-hmm. You said tail. Do, you, do y'all see that Blossom Tales Two is coming out next week? What? Yes, I did. Yeah. That's another one that actually Indie Game Collective had on their list. So I was Ooh. like, oh, I'll check that out for sure. So, oh man, man, I, I love that first game. I will. 100% it's amazing. Play that it's, second game. It, I actually one of the the poll that I just did in the Discord. It didn't end up winning, but I did. I had bl- or no, I think it was a previous one, but Blossom Tales. I was like, you know what? I feel like going and finishing off that game, maybe. So I put it on the list of Do it. five games. I've been kind of going back to that era because I had like Battle Chef Brigade. On sure, another awesome had, game. Uh, yeah, I had that game. I had Blossom Tales. I had Chasm on there. Chasm yeah. won the recent poll, so I'm going to be going back to Chasm and start because I I realized I was only about. 65 percent on my file or whatever i think i was about two-thirds through the game and i never finished you're probably it. not that far off from beating that because that's like i might just start percentage i might just start fresh man yeah i'm, I'm feeling I was gonna say like that that is starting over I and should, seeing what that randomized stuff is all about well i i kind of just want to play it again because like that was the whole point of playing a metroidvania yeah. that was kind of systematic or procedurally procedurally generated. yeah because like it's that every time that you replay the game, it is new. Not so much like that every time you enter the dungeons, they're new. So like, that's yeah. my favorite. That's the thing that like I kind of was a little bit, uh, um, not bummed about, but like excited about was the fact that I was like, oh yeah, like every time that I play a castlevania game for the first time like it's that sense of exploration but when i play it the second time i know where everything is so like that was the thing i was like oh i really want to play this game a second time and then i'll still have that sense of exploration gives you some true incentive yeah and i did boot it up for just like a quick second and play some of it and i was like dang this is just smooth as ever it's a good game smooth as ever good game yeah amazing um you guys want to knock out a clap here? Yeah, yeah sure. Nice, nice. And yeah, nice. I got that. I'll sneak in a little bone in there because i did want to touch on a game that i know randall will have some thoughts on too so it'll just be a brief it's a game we've talked about before on the podcast it'll just be like oh i played some of this again oh that's Um, there's been a few games we've talked about before on the podcast yeah i was gonna say that doesn't narrow it down much at all (laughs) have you seen the spreadsheet yeah just a couple (laughs) we've probably talked about this one multiple times have you seen the spreadsheet oh my god we are almost at a thousand are we for real (laughs) yes I guess yeah, we're all we're get, we're at like a hundred and seventy ish episodes. I think that's wow. still a lot. Yeah, like, yeah, that's like ten per. Well, no, like all, seven per or something. Yeah, that's still crazy. Yeah, his first episodes were like twenty per. 
So it makes yeah, sense. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Even those early still very like around five per episode. Like not yeah. those the first episodes. No, now. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there's like those first episodes. Like I was when I was. I can't remember when I was looking through those recently or not recently, but in I don't know whenever the last time I did, and I was like. Whole, oh, when I was uh, copying them all over to YouTube mm. and like when I was like putting the descriptions in, I was like, holy shit, all mm. these like I was like, oh, and I got to copy the links. Thankfully, YouTube just doesn't let the links work. So I was like, OK, I'm just not bothering with it <laughs> or the hyperlinks or whatever. Right. Um, with the end of the breach, do we want to lead with the Netflix stuff or? I don't have much to say about it. Like, I, I just I have some like it, it doesn't have to be like a conversation, but I just have some general thoughts about it, especially since the game from the Downwell developer came out there as well. Have you played it? I have not. All right. Well, let's, well you know what? Let's save no it. No Netflix access for the cast. I don't have the Netflix. Yeah. It's one of the either, only ones we pay for. Still have. Yeah. I mean, we have a ton of others, but we don't pay for them. Sure. Prime's the only one that I still have just never gotten around to canceling for whatever reason. I'm like, it's got, it's kind of like an all in one. Like I get movies, I get games actually on it too. You get, uh, like, I don't know. And the shipping and stuff. It's like, ah, mm-hmm. it's enough. It's enough to be worth it. Even though I hate Amazon yeah. stuck on the home box office. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We did finish Sopranos though. So that's good. Nice. I've always yeah. wanted to watch that show. It's I would recommend the best watching days. that show. It's a, I it's hear a it holds program. up. Yeah. Yeah. We need to watch the rehearsal still. Oh my gosh. I, so I haven't even started that? that, but I'm not even sure. Yeah. I, I want to watch that, but it's a very morbid curiosity from things I've heard about what that show seems to be. <laughs> it's a sh- new show. Yes. yes. Have you seen Nathan for you? Either of you? I think uh, no, you but I've showed me it. that a long time ago. Maybe like I feel like after like a movie night one time, you like put on some clips or something. It is something else. Like someone, <laughs> same same guy. Yeah, yeah. Nathan so Fielder. like someone, yeah, someone made a. I, really I remember good, thinking he was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, like collection of like cringe humor. Yeah, and like yeah how like you know there are certain types of it that are like you know leaning more into absurdity and some of them are leading more into like oh like this is just an awkward situation where like his brand is so surreal and so like uncomfortable but like mm-hmm. yeah really it like so the I, I I don't even want to spoil like the reveal of what the rehearsal even is, is. I read an overview of the premise of what it is. It is like it is so Charlie Kaufman on yeah. so many levels. Okay. Yeah, okay. Good comparison. Good comparison. But like with yes. real people. With, yes. With, with actual people. With and actual I'm like, people. Yes. Ugh. Which is is rough okay. in some degrees. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely what I remember of Nathan for you as well. Like, it's like that cringe, uncomfortable, like a lot of these people aren't in on the gag Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like, or at least seemingly or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, 